Hi, thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about Jesus manifesting himself to us. How exciting is that? So Jesus did say that when we got together in his name that he'd be here. So we're going to acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you that you're here. We thank you so much that you want us to know, that you want us to have your revelation knowledge. We thank you so much that you're going to give it to us today. We're just depending upon you to show up. And um, we love you so much. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, John 14, 21, Jesus said, He said, The person who loves me and keeps my commands, he is the one who really loves me. Actually, the person who has my commands and keeps them, he is the one who really loves me, and whoever really loves me will be loved by my Father. I, too, will love him. And I will show, reveal, manifest myself to him. I will let myself be clearly seen by him and make myself real to him. And I always thought that that meant kind of just the way it says, that we're going to be able to see him and hear him if we obey him. If we love him, we'll obey him, and then we'll be able to clearly see him. And today he said to me, he, he said, um, sort of in a knowing kind of a way, he, he was saying, it means more than that. It means, if you love me, I will, if you love me, you'll obey me. And then I will show myself to you. I'll manifest myself to you. Not only will you hear me and you'll feel my presence, but you're going to have revelation knowledge. You're going to have a knowing, the manifestation of knowing what I'm thinking and what I'm saying. And not only that, also the manifestation of that miracle. So you're not only going to have, you're going to hear me, you're going to feel me, um, you're going to know what I'm thinking, but also you're going to have revelation knowledge of what I'm saying to you, just like he did today. He said, I, I mean more than what you're thinking. And then also he said, when you know what I'm thinking, when you know the truth, then the manifestation of that miracle you're believing for is going to happen. And he's been teaching us that. He's been teaching us how to receive from him. He's been talking about receiving from him in the last couple of weeks that we've been meeting, if you've been meeting here with me. But anyway, um, so what he's saying is that, like he said in John 15, if you agree with me and I agree with you, if you abide in me and I abide in you, I'm the I'm the um, the Father's vine dresser. I'm the vine. You're the branches. And when we're in agreement, you can ask whatever you will, and it'll be given to you. And my Father will be glorified, and you'll be proving to be true disciples of mine. And so that is an amazing thing because it connects with what he's saying right here. So if we're in agreement, then we're when we ask him something, we're going to have that answer. We're going to have the manifestation of that answer because we're in agreement with him. Because it, because we let him get the dead branches off of us. And he told the disciples um, in John 15, you're clean already because of the word. So the word washes us. But you know, the, the problem is, I felt like he was saying to me today, is a lot of people aren't interested in that. They don't put the energy and and, and that's actually what um, 
he was saying in verse 20, at that time when that day comes, you will know me for yourselves. I'm in the Father, and you are in me. And actually, um, I don't know, somewhere over, somewhere around in here, I think it was Judas was saying, how are, how are we going to know you and the world's not? And it's because they're following him. That's what Jesus was saying, because you're following me because you're interested, because you're, you're seeking after me. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking. You're letting me get the dead branches off of you. If we're not seriously interested in God, he's not going to manifest himself to us. And the way that we show that we're interested in wanting to live in his kingdom and sticking to our commitment of asking him to come and live on the inside of us is our obedience. The disciples were obeying him. They wanted that change. They saw the good in him and the good life that he was leading, and it overwhelmed them. They were excited. They dropped everything. They stopped living the way they were living before and started following after him. And so that's why Jesus was showing them and actually promising that his spirit would come and live on the inside of them. And so that is what he's saying to us today. If you really love me, and then you're going to obey me, and then you're going to hear me, you're going to see me, you're, you're going to have revelation knowledge, you're going to know what I'm saying. And when I say see me, you know, so many people think that they can't get to know God, they can't physically see with their eyes, but you can see Jesus. If, you, if you're following after him, if you're seeking and you're knocking, that door is open and you don't need to see him with your eyes. You know he's right there. You can feel him. You know what he's saying to you. And that's what he's talking about. So when you love him, then you're going to go out of your way to obey him. And when you do that, he knows you're serious about following after him. And then he's going to start leading you. You know, in James, he says, a devil-minded man won't receive anything from the Lord because they're wishy-washy. If you can't decide if you're going to live in God's kingdom, you know, I think some people like to weigh it out a little bit. Well, if I can still have this, if I can still do that, but I don't have change, if I don't have to give anything up, then I'll do that. And so that kind of person is double-minded and they hadn't made up their mind. But when you decide, I got to have this life, I see Jesus, I see how good you are, I love you and I want you in my life and you just follow after him no matter what, everything else has to get out of the way, no matter what, you're going to follow after him, then you're going to see him, he's going to manifest himself to you. And you're going to have the revelation knowledge, you're going to have his presence, you're going to know what he's thinking, and um, then also you're going to be able to walk in that manifestation of that miracle you might believing, be believing for. So often people are wanting a miracle, and um, yet they refuse to seek after God. You know, if God has given you a direction, you know, we're, we're in different places in our life and our relationship with Him. And so we're in different places of obedience as well. And so if you know to do something and you don't, know it, and you don't do it, the Bible calls it sin. And so... For instance, if God is, has told you to forgive someone and you just refuse and there's no way, then um, when you go to God for a request, then he can't do it. His hands are tied. I learned that um, when my son was born, and it wasn't about unforgiveness, but he had given me a direction and I didn't do it. 
And then um, he told me that there was nothing he could do um, in that situation when my son was born. Like, he couldn't do anything about it because I was in disobedience. And so God wants us to know that. I mean, a lot of people are um, Christians for a long time, and over and over again, they're disappointed because God didn't do what they thought he was going to do. And lots of times um, they give up. And really the thing is, is what is, the, what is the thing that he asked you to do that you hadn't done? And you can always go back to him and ask him that. If one of your prayers aren't answered, if he's quiet, if you can't hear him, then you need to go to him and say, what's up? What's going on? What am I, what am I doing wrong? What did I miss? Because this is not happening. And he will tell you. He will correct you. And so you have to be willing and obedient. You have to be willing to be corrected. And so many people aren't. They're so offended when um, God wants to show them the way. And really, that's all he's doing is showing you the way. But it comes some. It comes on sometimes like a conviction of knowing you did something wrong. And then Satan gets in there and says, you know, oh, God is expecting too much of you. And he's not going to do anything anyway. And that's not fair. And so you end up getting offended. And really, God is just trying to correct you. When my son was born, and um, I had a crisis um, about a year after, and I was freaking out. I couldn't believe it because I was spending so much time with God. And he said, you're a hearer of the word, but not a doer. You were listening to the word, but you weren't doing it. And then he can't do anything. And that's what he showed me at that time. And I said that I want to be corrected at that time. That's when I took um, that correction seriously. If I hadn't learned well enough when um, he was born with a birth defect, which I probably didn't say, but he was. And um, I still didn't learn it then. Then a year later, I had another crisis, and it was because I missed a law. And so you don't want to miss anything. You want to obey everything he tells you to do. And then he's going to manifest that thing that you're looking for. I thought that was a cool revelation today. I never thought of it that way. Maybe you have, but I hadn't. And so he asked me to share that with you today. The manifestation of your miracle has to do with your obedience. And so if you feel like you can't forgive, for example, I think that is a very common one and a good example because um, people get hurt and it doesn't seem like um, it's fair that they would have to forgive that other person. But I guess I can say to you, what about Jesus? What did he do? What did he do for us? And he was sinless. He was perfect. And we're not. And we hurt other people too. And we don't mean to, but we do. And so Jesus would say to you, just let it go. Let it drop. And if you forgive, then your Father can forgive you. Or whatever else you know that you should be doing that you're not doing, you get that right, and then you're going to have the manifestation of your miracle. He is so good. He's so in love with you, and it starts with that commitment. You know, if you want God to do a miracle for you, you know, he when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, not to say that, you know, you wouldn't have one first because... He is love, and He draws us by His love. But as a long time, long-term commitment, He's going to ask you to move into His kingdom and be a part of what He is a part of. 
what he is. He's about love. And so he's going to ask you to move in and come in agreement with him. And then, and he said that to me when I was believing for my son's miracle right in the beginning. He said that he wanted to do more for me than just this little thing. And um, he, he wants us to live in his kingdom so we can have all of his blessings. In fact, in Deuteronomy, it says all the ways that he wants to bless us, but we have to take heed to his word. His word diligently take heed to his word. So on purpose, okay, I'm going to make sure you're doing everything you're telling me to do so your will can be done in my life, so I can have this miracle, so I can have your presence, so I can have peace, joy, so I can be committed to you because I can't do anything without you, so I can ask what I will and then prove to be a true follower of yours. You know, he said that in John 15. He said, when we receive from him, we're proving to be a true follower of his. I don't think we realize that sometimes we're just phony. Some of us are just phony. And we go in and out of being phony and committed. And that's why he's saying a double mind man isn't going to receive anything from the Lord. And, you know, the thing that we need from him is his encouragement, his revelation, knowledge as to how to live in his kingdom so that we can have that blessing, so we can have that miracle. And so what I was saying is it starts with that commitment where you say, Jesus, I'm asking you to come and live on the inside of me. I'm asking you to be my God, and I commit to you. That's really all you have to do. And then mean it, of course. And in Revelation 3.20, he said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart, and if you invite me in, then I will come in and I'll hang out with you. And so you can finish that prayer any way you like. And um, it's simple, but it is a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a simple thing to say. It's prayer. And so simple that um, I think people just say it because they're afraid to go to hell. And then they live their lives the way they lived before. But God is asking us to be different, to be extraordinary, to um, join forces with him and be a strong witness for him, proving to be a true disciple of his. And also in John 15, he said, and that glorifies the Father. We want to glorify the Father. So if you want to glorify the Father today, say that prayer with me. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are good and you want our life to be good. And we're asking that you come and live on the inside of you and do what you do best. Perform those miracles. Just change us to be like you. We're just willing and obedient and we're wanting that correction so that we can live in your kingdom, so we can live well. And we know your correction is for that. For us to live good. And so we're asking you to come on in and be our God and teach us your way. Teach us how to receive from you. Teach us how to have that manifestation. Help us to obey you. Help us not to just put things aside and think it's too hard, but um, to know that it's easy because all we have to do is lean on you. We give you all the praise, all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You're so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And remember, he is his word. If you didn't know, actually, John 1, 1 says he is his word. So when you look at the word of God, you're going to get to know God. And as you get to know God, then you can obey him. And when you obey him, he's going to start showing himself to you. He's going to start showing himself to you. You're going to hear him. And... Um, <clears throat> 
as I said, you're going to have his presence, revelation knowledge, and then also that miracle you've been wanting to have. And his love and his peace, his joy, and just having him in your life is such a wonderful thing, and nothing else can take his place. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.